Good morning. Morning. How's it going? Oh, it's morning. Monday morning. <laughs> We're in December now. We made it to December. It's Monday, December 5th, 2022. You're listening to the Mind Virus podcast. Of cause, because of yes, course you are. Yes, I am. Well, you, you're creating the Mind Virus podcast. Well, I was listening for a minute. You were. <laughs> now I'm not listening anymore. Listen to me. <clears throat> well, uh, what's the big news, Bobby? What's been going on? Uh, yeah, big, really, really, really big news this uh, last weekend. Um, the U.S. men's national team lost. Did they? As expected. Yeah. And other than that, it was a pretty quiet weekend. Nobody dropped anything interesting on a Friday night. No big news stories. Nobody's doing PR for billionaires. Right. Uh, According to MSNBC, they're saying that uh, it sure looks like Elon Musk is purging left-wing Twitter users, and that's alarming. And according to Fox, Kyle Rittenhouse is going viral because he's asked Elon Musk to expose any Twitter censorship of his story. So... These cable outlets, they both realize something's going on at Twitter, but I, I would have to say they just can't quite put their finger on it. Is the, the headlines the headlines that they there's something missing <laughs> here? When, it's like was, it's like they want to they want to have a headline. It's like a cover band, you know. It's not quite the real thing. They're they're singing the song, <laughs> but it's just not as good. Was that MSNBC article, was that headline, was the phrase, that's alarming, part of the headline? Or did yeah, it's you... part of the headline. Okay, so... I only read headlines. I never a, dig into the MSNBC details. says it's alarming that Elon Musk might be purging left-wing... No, is. They use the verb is. is. Purging left-wing accounts. It sure looks like Find Elon me Musk an MSNBC is. story where it says that it's alarming that right-wing accounts are being purged from Twitter. On MSNBC? Yeah. That doesn't exist. So why is it alarming when the left is getting purged? Which I, I also the don't left think is all that there is. that's not what's happening. The I left is all there is. Elon Musk, I don't think, is purging left-wing accounts. I, I thought that he was <clears throat> at, uh, bringing people back. He is, which is killing people, li- literally killing Killing people. liberals. It's just Brain literally, it's oh, just it's killing, literally people. killing people. Because Twitter is dangerous. So are conservatives people too? <laughs> no. Okay, let's, let's back up a hey, little wait, bit. Wait a minute. Let's rewind a little bit. What are you talking about? What are we talking about? I'm sure our listeners know. But Friday night, which is always the best time to drop a news story that you don't want anybody to know about. But Elon Musk uh, kind of broke that mold. Friday night, they dropped. He, he collaborated with independent journalist Matt Tabby. Tabby? Tabby? And dropped what is 
being dubbed the Twitter files. Which is, uh, which is proof. It's uh, insider documents. By the way, ABC News does not have the word Twitter on their front page. Well, the mainstream's today. not covering this. They're not covering the story. What they are doing is running obfuscation. Obfuscation? <laughs> they're, they're, they're running cover. They're doing... You know what's ironic here? So let, let, the Twitter files show... Unless they're wholly made up. Their Twitter is, files are literal documents. Okay, they're so there, emails. there is the word Twitter on the NBC News. Is it just follow us on Twitter? Well, no, there was, that was ABC News. On NBC News, they do have some sort of a Twitter story about halfway down. Um, they're saying Elon Musk promotes release of internal Twitter documents, rehashing the platform's bo- block of yeah, Hunter re- Biden's story. Rehashing. Musk drew the line on ye. Or yay, adding that's Kanye West mm-hmm. adding to confusion over Twitter's free speech rules. The 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 Kanye West or yay interview with Alex Jones was big news that rocked the internet, and I don't think that that made it to. I mean, you there's 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 the the quote unquote half that is acceptable that makes it to the mainstream or corporate legacy press, and then there's the other half which is probably sixty to seventy percent of the people. So that's that's the unmentionable side. And uh, I think the Alex Jones yay interview was pretty big because I saw that actually trend on um, at least the responses to it on YouTube there. Well, it, it, it made, for big, a minute it made because, big headlines. Because yay said he loved Hitler. Right. And so that's, that's what people picked up on. Right. They, I omitted, they omitted and they, and they purposefully edited out the fact that he was saying, I love everybody. I love Hitler. I love the Jews. I love. Yeah. Well, so they, did, they, he, they took him wildly out of context. Did right. you watch that interview? I have okay, it. I, I saw the, the clips and stuff, right? I did. So I watched it in context. And so I can speak authoritatively <laughs> about it as a primary source witness. Right. But, that, but, but what people will say is there is no context for saying I love Hitler. Well, you know, and that's, it was a, they can say that. That's the, right. You're either with us or you're with the terrorist type of an attitude. Right. So journalist Matt Tabby, Tabby I should have looked that up. The pronunciation, maybe you can do that on your handy laptop right there. But they drop these Twitter files, which have, which are literal files, right? Screenshots of internal emails between government officials, Taibi, and they it, it documents, it exposes the the uh, collaboration between Twitter and the government to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story, which the New York Post broke in October. 2020. If you were paying attention to any of this kind of stuff back then, you remembered that this link to the story, they never took it down off the New York Post website, right? But you couldn't share it on Facebook and Twitter. It was, uh, remember, a bunch of FBI agents signed a document stating that it was Russian disinformation. NPR said, we're not covering it because it's not an actual story. There was widespread uniform mainstream corporate media censorship over this story and Mm -hmm. dismissal of it well hand waved it away this isn't even real the laptop's fake nothing on it is real 
Yeah, just to round this out, CBS <clears throat> News has a story halfway down the page, and we're talking about a long page that says, Elon Musk and Twitter, is he in over his head? The man behind the cutting-edge companies Tesla and SpaceX recently bought Twitter for $44 billion. What followed has been a chaotic period for the social media platform, blah, 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 blah. Which is false. It hasn't so, been chaotic. <clears throat> it hasn't been chaotic for Twitter at all. Twitter is fine. Now remember, it's running fine. It functions the way it always functioned, even better. Actually, he's helped speed up the platform. Yeah. Where the chaos is is among the people who are used to Twitter doing their bidding. Yeah. So here, let's let, let's put this in perspective. So NBC News will get between five million and eight million viewers a night. They're kind of the big daddy um, news program mm -hmm. of the three major networks. I think that's probably a little exaggerated. The eight million is probably when there's something some actual news either that or there's yeah some some program or, or something people the olympics watch. They've, right. they've they've paid dearly or to football. be able to to broadcast to get get some of the more popular programming over the or the many years mm -hmm. uh cbs and abc are less than that you know like uh three to five million probably i guess i gotta look that up but by contrast the joe rogan podcast has 11 million viewers, 10 or 11 million regular viewers, listeners. Right. Let that sink in America. Well, there's, got, there's kids The Mind on, Virus podcast has roughly 8 billion listeners. There's, there's people on YouTube that have millions of subscribers. Now, how authentic that is is up for debate, yep. but nevertheless, these are big MSNBC, audiences. MSNBC is starting to get less than around a million and a half and and they're dropping cnn is well under a million per night uh fox news is like two two and a half million depending on which pundit is speaking and alex jones is unknown he used right. to be pushing 10 million they they've steadily tried to deplatform him i think i estimate he's in the he's about as big as cbs or nbc news which is amazing that that they don't want to admit that nobody wants to talk about the fact that that's how big Alex Jones's reach is, and he doesn't have the type of money they have because he doesn't have the corporate advertising. What's right. amazing is people like, uh, G uh, Chevy GMC, uh, the guys that own Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, um, Pfizer. Pfizer funds every major Fi news outlet. Th these. The, SBF, Mr. FTX, fun, he donated a lot of to, the, to the media. But what I'm saying is that this big, massive amounts of money go to these major organizations, and they still only reach yeah. a, a, a similar type of audience as Joe Rogan and Alex Jones Bill combined. Gates funds a lot of the media. That's how badly they're dying. <clears throat> they're dying badly, and, and it's... Dying and, badly and, in a lot of ways. And the Hunter Biden it's laptop saga... Is one of the reasons. See, this is what why. you're getting to, and I kind of cut you off. But the point is, there was a laptop <laughs> that contained incriminating, incriminating, like massively incriminating, salacious details. That they, they they've tried to brush it off as just uh, a little bit of drug use and porn, right? Because the son of the president, the sitting president, was videotaping himself with hookers doing drugs repeatedly well he wasn't the sitting president at the time well okay and that's yeah. one of their defenses oh is hunter biden in politics but he had previously been a sitting vice president while this was going well, on right and what 
and when and and Joe Biden was the vice president when a lot right. of this was going and, on. Uh, and, oh, so he was a he was a presidential candidate. You're right, but then he became the sitting president. Right, and then and this is when it's been brushed off for the last two and a half years. It's right. like, well, it doesn't matter. No, he is now the sitting president. Right, and the big revelations are not that the guy was taping videotaping himself with hookers and right. porn. We're talking about like Russian hookers. We're talking about. The fact that his laptop was stolen a couple of times. This one got tur- carelessly turned into a repair shop and never, ever... Like, he could have avoided all this by just simply paying his bill and going to get his laptop back, but he forgot. Yeah, or not taking the laptop to a shop. But the, prob- but the problem is that the big, the big issue is not all of that. The big issue right. is that the emails disclose the corruption of the Biden family, that they've been peddling influence. They've been right. selling America out... To the highest bidder, literally, literally, that's what's going on. Literally, selling selling America, selling access to to the the highest to the vice president of the United States, and one one pretty uh, uh, if and then type situation was was the uh, was in Ukraine. Interestingly enough, where Hunter Biden arranged a deal with the to to an energy company. Yeah, to have it in and and involve Joe Biden, and then just weeks later, Joe Biden strong arms Ukraine into firing their energy secretary. I think, and and like it was like a cause and effect. This is the tip of the iceberg. Like, right, there are details in there that nobody, we we the general public have been prohibited. I think NBC even went so far. Somebody did. Maybe it was MSNBC. As to say that it was illegal for us to look at it, didn't they? Isn't this where uh, they, that was? Um, was that about the hundred? That Biden was laptop? Cuomo at CNN talking about WikiLeaks. Oh, that was WikiLeaks. It was illegal for you to look at WikiLeaks. He so, says that's our job. We have authorization to look at the emails. I think so. It, this is the Clinton but, emails, not yeah, the hundred Biden right. emails. That was um, same same thing. Different. Not Andrew Cuomo. Different. His years, little brother. Same problem. Frito Cuomo. Chris Cuomo. Chris, I faked COVID. Cuomo. The Cuomo brothers had a had a good run. The good run. They both just kind of <laughs> fell within just From months grace. of each other. Well, yeah, and the, they weren't the, as well protected uh, as the Bidens. And this story is this story is fascinating. Go back to the beginning, right? And it was being actively censored on social media, and people October active, of 2020, right before the election, right, right, and and should have should have had a huge impact on that election because you're learning about the but candidate. But it did. It did. That's what I'm saying because they had to stop the vote in the middle of the night, then give Biden all the necessary <laughs> right. votes the election, in the key states the election, to win. The, they the election. Off, they said, these same networks said, we're not going to talk about this anymore. We'll come back later when Biden has won. No, they literally said that. They did. Like, quote, I was quote, watching. Unquote, that's what they said. I was is, watching. This does not appear to, going the way that, to be going the way that we want. Therefore, we're going to stop our election coverage and we will come back when Biden, when we have engineered this so that Biden has the votes that we won. And then you saw the vote drops. They showed the graphs. The graph and there had were a vertical spikes. line. There were it. vertical lines. And it's like, well, all of these votes just happened. I was, I was this watching. 100,000 votes did not have any Trump votes in it. I was watching live. I was staying up late. I was watching live. And Trump was ahead in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan. Nevada hadn't even started counting because Nevada always struggles. Arizona, 
had already been called five seconds into the, after the polls closed. Remember that? Fox News called Arizona for Biden like Did instantly. They? And there was like even Fox's own like 5% people. 5% of the vote had come in. Fox's own people were like, wait, how can you do that? And they brought the little guru out from the back. He's like, I guarantee it. And it was just like so bizarre. Weird. And then, so yeah, then the coverage, like all of these different states, Pennsylvania, all these, especially the important swing states that Trump, Trump was leading in all of them. Okay. Maybe someone can fact check me on that, but I have a pretty good memory on this. He was leading in all these key states. They, they're like, oh, it's too late. Everybody's, the election workers are going home for the night. Bless them. They need to get some rest. This is Never been the case. And I was they like, always the count the votes to the I end mean, they, until this year. Yeah, go back to the, the, two, the 2000 election with Gore and Bush. Wasn't that the crazy hanging chat election? Yeah, it was just too close that, they, in Florida. So that they was had to recount. constant coverage, constant counting, 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 recounting. Yeah, they all, never stopped. All, all, of sudden, all of these different states, which you, keep in mind, are all independent of one, each other, of one another when it comes to this stuff. All of them at the same time decided to stop counting and they stopped the coverage. And I'm like, well, this is bizarre. This is really weird. I ended up going to sleep. And all it. the networks did the same thing. They said, yeah. well, go to bed. And yeah. they had pre-messaged it before that. They said, you know what? We might not know the results because right. what? COVID, COVID. You know what? Your <laughs> well, world has it- been irreparably damaged. You will now be a slave. Nothing will ever be the same. Why? COVID. It's a it's a disease they, that kills. They like to pre It kills a stuff. few people. Theoretically, if but you're was, over eighty it, it years, it wasn't old. just COVID too. They had to talk about misinformation. They had to talk about highly contested elections. Remember, they 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 war gamed this with uh, with the John Podesta, and Podesta, yeah, right. And, and that's and, why I thought they were looking at uh, bringing us to the brink of civil war at that point because of the, all, right. the, all the Black Lives Matter stuff going on. They, in their own words, they were going to have, if Trump won, they were going to have California secede. Right. And other states, <clears throat> well, other liberal states were going to secede from the union if Trump won in their war game. Let that sink in. Not just a pussy hat protest. Not just a bunch of kind of probably angry, angry conservatives at the Capitol who who were led into a trap. They were going to secede, which would be fine with me at this point if California seceded. Oh yeah, but if you're on the other side of that coin, they're going to throw you into prison and right. never let you out, like right. we talked about. If you're well, January sixth, they've done you're, that. If you're somebody's some grandmother or grandfather who happened to have a, had a conversation with some old army veteran buddies you're a political prisoner for two years solitary confinement denied your medications yeah so we wake up in the morning and the kangaroo famous, courts the famous vertical lines on the biden vote count well, and biden not- and biden was now ahead in all of those states that trump was leading in. it wasn't like trump was leading in these states with three percent of the vote in he was leading with 80 plus percent 50 plus percent which is usually a pretty good indicator of who's going to win especially when you have double digit leads which he did in some of these states we need you know the word fake news was a pretty good meme but i'm just sitting here there's all these thoughts going through my head so if i could just give you the stream of consciousness for that split second well you know where i just jumped right in here who believes this anymore why are we even giving them any attention that's why they have power over us is that we're actually giving them attention with the problem is we need a meme or a soundbite that everybody can say like who is john galt 
from Atlas Shrugged. I don't know if you ever read the book. I did. But uh, and to the listeners, I don't know if you ever read the book, but it's interesting. They did. Okay. Who is John Galt encapsulates it, but it doesn't say it for our, our, right. our situation. And the word fake news, astutely, Donald Trump and his campaign were able to get that out there. But you can say fake news, but it almost doesn't matter. They're, gonna, they're continuing to fake the news. Like, I listened to the Kanye West or Ye Alex Jones interview. I am telling you that Ye, as he is now called, was at least as accurate as the corporate legacy news. Right. At least as accurate. And Alex Jones, who people are skywriting, Alex Jones was right, putting it on bumper stickers, and, and to no avail, it seems, because he's 80 to 90% right. He's, he's predicted what's happened pretty dang well, well. I think it's... It just takes a while to play out. These, as you've pointed out, these big corporate news companies don't have gigantic audiences but they still have they still have all of the important influence so if you think about well, Alex, they have the money if you want yeah they have the money if you want to watch alex jones you have to go to his website and seek him out he has to sell supplements to stay in business because no the, one will advertise with him but they have all but, the robber uh, baron's money they have right. all the big companies but, but paying them you go go to Go to a, a go get your oil changed and then sit in the lobby. What's on the TV? Some news channel. Go to the airport for some somehow. For some reason, it's CNN, CNN is on every screen in every airport, which that's means the, that's mi their that's their millions of millions viewers a of night. people are are being <laughs> subjected to, to watch that. it. Go to you know so the the mainstream news, <clears throat> which we still use that term. We shouldn't. <clears throat> it's the legacy old being, corporate It's being news. jammed down our throats. But, but then it's also really easy. You can sit down on your couch. You can turn on a football game. What comes on after the football game? The corporate news. Sometimes it's the local schmucks. Like last night I was watching the football Definitely game. Definitely schmucks. The Dallas Cowboys defeated the... Detroit Lions. No. Again, for the, the 50th time. The Indianapolis Colts. But I was kind of watching that game... I was watching it on the computer while doing some other things, so kind of half paying attention. And then, you know, it's halftime or whatever, and the local news schmuck comes on to tell you, hey, stick around after the game, because I'm going to be on. And he's like, we're going to have a dangerous commute tomorrow, the winter storm. Be sure to tune in to more details. I'm like, why do I need any details about the weather from you? Like, anyway, but the news, my point is that this corporate news is jammed down our throats. Oh, yeah. The other da like dangerous. I'm using that word because it it's they're it's, inciting people to it's, violence. It's hard to use that word they anymore because it, it has no more meaning. But the dangerous thing about it, though, is the influential people in our country, the people with money and power and influence, institutional leaders, CEOs, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, all go to those sources. Well, well, whether they believe them or not, they're using them as an excuse. Right. Perceived reality. So you see, like, you see, uh, uh, you know, well, the lockdowns, we, we were told that the lockdowns were the correct path for slowing the spread and for ending it, the pandemic. It provides everybody a, 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 an excuse to blame someone else for the problem. Right. Even this morning, you have uh, Mark Cuban, who who you may know from Shark Tank. He's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. He's an obnoxious, yet sometimes interesting, but mostly just obnoxious 
personality. He's arguing on Twitter with Dr. J. Bhattacharya. I, I'm going to butcher that name, but he was one of the three authors of the Great Barrington Declaration, and they're not even arguing about that. Mark Cuban's just telling him, like, no, you're not one of the experts that anybody should listen to. We need to have experts on Twitter, a hundred medical experts that monitor everything. and That agree with me. Basically, that's what he's saying, yes. And it's just interesting, like, like this, this is still, people are still not grasping. No, let me, let me rephrase that, because people are grasping what's at stake. What's amazing about these, the Twitter files and, and then some of the other things and revelations, especially specifically about Twitter, that have come out since Elon Musk bought the platform is how adamant, how adamantly against free speech the corporate media that we've been talking about truly is. Right, and how coordinated this was with political. Well, the, uh, that's what's so funny is. But you, you, let, let's stop here. Like the the big thing that broke. I think I cut you off. The big thing that broke. You were going to tell us is Matt Taibbi coordinated with Elon Musk. Ooh, he coordinated to do what? To expose the government collaboration with Twitter to censor the Hunter laptop Biden story. Right. So the that's Hunter what we, Biden that's laptop what, story. That's what, that's what I interrupted. That's the, that's the big revelation. If you're not aware of what happened, we got to make that very clear. The Biden um, campaign. Not just the campaign, but government officials. And government officials in the Department of Justice and in the executive branch. And the intelligence the, community. The FBI and the intelligence community. These are people that were supposedly part of a Republican administration. These are the same people that... Coordinated to censor highly pertinent information coming forth about the corruption, the blatant corruption. Remember, Donald Trump was impeached for not wanting to send money to Ukraine just willy-nilly, right? He just had a call, and he's like, hey, we don't want to, you know, apparently you guys are involved in some corruption over there. I want Trump you to look was, into it. Trump was impeached for Joe Biden's crimes. Right. Because they, Joe Biden ended up doing all these things they were accusing Trump of, basically. Right. And, and so, Trump was on the, he was sniffing it out. And the laptop provides very public evidence that this is actually factual beyond a reasonable doubt. Like, be, like the, the court of public opinion, it has to play out in the court of public opinion because it's not, the people in law enforcement are not doing their jobs, right? So we now... Well, the well they, are, they are. Their job is To protect the oligarchy, to right? Pr to protect right. the power. Okay, so the, we've misunderstood what their jobs are. But anyway, this is all becoming excruciatingly clear if you're willing to do even just a modicum of research, well, even was, just a little it, bit of research. It, you can see... It was... Yeah, I mean, it's been clear. Th this that, is that, abundantly that the, clear since October of 2020. And, the, and many other revelations had been abundantly clear since the start of the COVID thing. So... And so therefore, that's why now we have a campaign against what we call misinformation, disinformation, conspiracy theories, and lies, which right. is, in other words means the truth. Well, it's anything that is inconvenient for the oligarchy or anything they don't want us to believe. It's interesting right. that, so the, and a, lot of these, a lot of these intelligence agency people are the same people that were neck deep in the Trump uh, spying. Spying on the Trump campaign, the, the Trump also known as P -Gate, presidency, also known as Russia Gate, the people responsible for drumming up the Steele dossier, dossier, 
dossier. Dossier is how you'd say it. These are all the same people involved, and they they knew this was real. They spent and, and again, three, this, year, they this spent has, three years sabotaging the Trump administration. And the the way they're spinning this this information is really interesting. Number one, they're attacking the credibility and the character of Matt Taibbi. You said Taibbi. Taibbi. And I don't know if you guys know him. He he's he's been kind of a rabble rouser. Glenn Greenwald type journalist for a long time. One of these people you'd see in the movies. One of these. He's an actual these, journalist. These journalists types <clears throat> that they that they've spent a lot of money trying to make you think that all journalists are like this, right? And, and when in reality, I, it's only these independent guys. Yeah, and I think he does he does good work. At least he's got the um, cajones right. to uh, to go out on and publish something that is not popular in his crowd. So you have the corporate shills. Amongst his peers, he is hated. You have the corporate shills Define atta- corporate attacking shill. him. Well, the corporate reporters, the, the employees of the Washington Post and, the, and, and NBC and it's a derogatory the New term. York Times. A derogatory term. It means these people yeah, are not true journalists. A shill is somebody who is promoting someone else's My agenda. favorite word for people like them is apparatchik. Yeah, that's a great. I love that word. Those are those are essentially um, operatives of the Communist Party, right? Behind the Iron Curtain in the during the Cold War, and the local operatives. The thing that's so funny, and the thing that shows that these apparatchiks have nothing left except all the money in the world, is that the same tactics that that were used to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story. The coordination, the behind-the-scenes Slack messaging or whatever is being used against this story, and they're attacking Matt Taibbi, saying, <laughs> imagine throwing your promising or your, 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 uh, your accomplished career away just to do PR for a billionaire. Well, they're all saying that exactly. And that phrase is everywhere, PR for a billionaire, PR for a billionaire. PR for a billionaire. And it comes across as, first of all, very astroturf. Second of all, very petty. I mean, you have people working for the Washington Post saying PR for a billionaire. Who owns, who owns the Washington Post? The Washington Post. Who, Some own, who unknown owns, poor person? Who owns any of these media, these big media outlets? It's Jeff Bezos, by the way, the rich, second richest man in the world right. that owns the Washington Post. Yeah, yeah. But that's bad. Because <clears throat> so the, they're they're the, good because the first richest man in the world happens to own Twitter now, right? <laughs> and, and so they're coordinating against the journalist that dropped the story, which they would have. If this was Donald Trump Jr., they would have all been salivating for the story. It'd be a Pulitzer Prize winning. It would, you know. By the way, Pulitzer was involved in yellow journalism along with right uh, William Randolph Hearst. I right. heard that recently. The the. This is a huge story. Uh, the scope of it makes Watergate look like junior high. Like it's, it's a huge story. Right. This is, it's proof, it's documented proof of government and co- a corporation and governments collaborating to suppress the free speech rights of Americans. And not right. just Americans, but also the press, which is the press is a, is a, it's the, not just CBS, NBC, and ABC. The right. press is a bigger well, thing than and that. And the press, having a free press and the right to a free press is a codified constitutional right. It's part of the First Amendment. 
It is the First Amendment. <laughs> right. But the, the, that, the press is mentioned specifically, isn't it not? Oh, yeah. So here you have the literal definition of fascism. We better, we better read the First Amendment. Okay. Because it's very interesting. It says that... Uh, and this is maybe how you would get around it, because it's, it's essentially a restriction on the federal government. But most of, the, most of the states have a Bill of Rights in their state constitutions. But this is the way it goes. It says, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Now, we could turn that into a checklist, and we could, we could flip that around and, and say, this is the tyrant's checklist. All of these things have to be well, attacked, and they, and are, they all have been they, steadily attacked, attacked since 9-11, since, Dece- since September 11th, 2001, so 21-2 years ago. These... God-given or self-evident rights that had to be um, enshrined in the Bill of Rights, so that the that the government would be clearly restricted from further abuses against the people. Read the um, the preamble to the Bill of Rights. It's very clear that these are restrictions on government. These are not. This is not trying to tell you what your rights are. This is saying Congress shall make no law. So, right. so they understood this wildly differently than it's been talk, taught in the schools, that somehow these are rights that were given to us by the government that they can be taken away. No, they had to be specifically, specifically outlined so that it was clear that they would never be able to take those rights. Well, and yeah, and to and to educate and to remind us all that they can't be taken away because they're they're inherent right so the technical and that if they are being taken away or attempted to taken away it's it's a red flag for tyranny it's to tell us hey when this happens you're involved in a tyranny you, you, you need you're to on the wrong end of the tyranny stick it was designed to to prevent the exact type of thing that's played out with this laptop story right but what's 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 happened here is that these are corporate interests now and it's very clear that we're just experiencing the symptoms of as you said fascism or corporatism where big money has gotten control of everything because there, you know, it's not about Congress making a law here. It's about the fact that uh, through other various commercial means, very wealthy people now control and manipulate the elections and the populace right. through propaganda I think and it's through Im- the mechanisms of government. I think it's important to note that if Twitter on its own had decided to censor that news story, the New York Post news story, they could have done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wouldn't have been a good business decision, I don't think, but they could have done it. But they didn't do well, it they on did their do own. That. But not on their own. What I'm saying is they didn't have a, a meeting internally and say, hey, this story needs to be suppressed. They did it at behest of the United States federal government. Well, yeah, the intelligence agencies right. and the, um, which, by and the, the way, Biden campaign. Which, by the way, also means that Facebook, Google, and uh, whoever else also w- was being collaborated was collaborating well, yeah, with the federal built, government they've built special reporting mechanisms so that the authorities can flag you know and right make, but, make but, it easy but, on but it. what was revealed with these twitter files is absolutely exists 
at these other social media companies. Oh yeah, and you but know, what, right now they're deleting everything. Well, but what 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 the thing is, you know, Americans have an expectation that government will protect their right to speech. Yeah, you need to. So even though the plain language of the law that. doesn't have that. That's the thing is that we've been brought up with that expectation that the government is going to allow for fair play. And these social media outlets have become the modern public square. They even talk about it in terms of them being the public square. And so uh, as these laws have been interpreted, it's like the, the, the government regulates the utilities. The, whenever you have a public type of a service, the the government has to get involved and create some fairness so that uh, there can be competition in the space. And that's what's happened. We've seen these oligarch-run or oligarch-controlled entities destroy their competition. Gab, the social network, that guy is probably more than Alex Jones, the most deplatformed guy out there. The right. Gab social network. Yeah, they say it was you, a competitor you, to Facebook about five, six years ago. If you don't like Twitter, build your own. Well, they did. And did then that, and got then, shut and down. Then they get, they get, they get hammered. So, so these these uh, these big companies wouldn't exist without their access to the public square, which is given by the um, the people essentially through the government over networks like the internet, telecommunication lines. Uh, the airwaves, which are controlled by the FCC. So all of these things touch the public interest in a certain way, and that's why it's been expected that they would be managed in a way consistent with freedom of speech. And I think Elon Musk, I don't... don't, Let's make this clear. I mean, again, I, I don't have a dog in the race as far as Trump versus Biden because I didn't vote in that election, Mm -hmm. okay? And... I don't think I trust Elon Musk, but he's saying a lot of the right things like, well, I'm interested in free speech. Well, what's free speech? Well, it's speech that is legal. And that's the problem right now is we're, especially since the the late 90s, we've been dealing with uh, an abridgment of freedom of speech via congressional laws, such as hate crime or hate speech laws. Mm-hmm. And uh, also... We've we've been restricted on our freedom to peaceably assemble. They've created what they call free speech zones, <laughs> right? And they uh, the co- the Congress has taken every opportunity to infringe or to encroach on that uh, against that um, directive that they not encroach on this self evident God given right. And so that sets the stage for these corporate. Um, entities to to take ground because they they're funded by government money like who funded facebook who funded google right. okay they become <clears throat> monopolists or they they take uh, they, they become a cartel right the, through monopoly practices they become a cartel they take advantage of public services and then they come out and say well based on this changed landscape this is the type of speech we're going to allow because we need to keep you safe we can't have terrorists speaking. I mean, even though they're letting people like the Azov Battalion in, in, in Ukraine. Well, we're not just letting them. We're funding them. We're funding. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, just if you look at who's been kicked off and who hasn't been kicked off, it's, it's absurd. 
and, and and that's where this this thing comes full circle because <clears throat> Biden, the corruption is that the Biden family is heavily involved in Ukraine, and Trump was wanting to slow the flow of money to Ukraine, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Right? That's what's on the Hunter Biden laptop. Where is all the money going? Say the word Ukraine. Ukraine. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say Biden FTX. Becomes, <laughs> Biden becomes the president, and it all goes into Ukraine. Then it goes into FTX, and it goes back to Democrat donor, d- Democrat uh, candidates. I heard. Side note: I heard an interview. I have no idea why this kid is allowed to do interviews, but Sam Bankman Fried has been on some. I like how we call him Fried. He's been on some like Twitter hangouts and stuff. These kind of. And it's the first time I've actually heard him speak, and this is not a smart person. Okay, he he doesn't. Why he was at MIT? That makes him smart. Well, he might be smart, but he's not smart. He doesn't know street smarts, and he doesn't even know what he's talking about. It was remarkable listening to him. He sounded like a teenager who just got caught sneaking in late after curfew and was just like, "Well, I I was. We had to. We had to. We were. There was a." That we have, we, we're going to, the dog I ate was, my homework. And, and it's like, and the whole time I'm thinking, doesn't this guy have some counsel that's telling him, be quiet, disappear, don't say anything. But he's being treated with kid gloves. I mean, you have Maxine Waters, who's a congressional something or other, saying, hey, when it's convenient for you, we'd love to interview you and talk to you. And he replied, this is all on Twitter, by the way, very strange. <laughs> she's asking, she's a, it's a pseudo subpoena. And yeah, and, and he's subpoena. like, hey, I got a lot going on right now, but I'd love to talk to you guys. Like, what? <laughs> so weird. That story gets more and more bizarre, primarily the way they're treating this kid. Like, I think that this was a, a, a front. I don't even think he knows anything or next to nothing about crypto and he's not this you hear him talk and you're like how did this guy become this right hand man of clinton and tom brady and all these celebrities and this like he he doesn't talk intelligently about his own area of expertise but it it's just all very strange and now this you've got the twitter files which kind of distracted us from that well if you it's, to me, I'm like, I'm like, why are we even doing this podcast here? It's because we love you, the listeners. But, and I love. I thought it was because the listeners Bobby. love us. <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's the other way around, definitely. By the way, uh, let let me read this really quickly because it's related to the what you just said about the public square. Okay, go ahead. This is uh, Eric Figgelding. He's a a COVID denier. COVID, no COVID, oh, a COVID supplier. A COVID. Uh, uh, grifter, one of he's probably like ground zero for COVID misinformation, but he says bad news. This was um recently bad news. It seems Twitter just updated its misleading info policy that COVID nineteen misinformation will no longer be enforced. The eleven thousand accounts that were suspended under the old policy will soon be re- soon be restored. Stay, folks. Do not cede the town square to them. Yeah, they, they they know it's the town square. After I saw that, and after I saw that Twitter had changed its policy, I immediately wrote incriminating things about COVID nineteen <laughs> <laughs> that previously got me banned. Well, I'm just saying, if you're straddling the two worlds, if you're if you're if you're dabbling in the legacy media, 
and you're dabbling in or studying the new the new media, the the independent journalists, all the all the available information that's out there, and you, and you really are giving any serious time to to both sides. I don't know how you can uh, like it's just mind-boggling to me. It's so obvious that the Biden family number one is corrupt. The Clinton family is corrupt. The Bush family is corrupt. Biden and himself been, has said, "Yeah, I'm corrupt." But we just that we're being run by criminals, and that the elections are clearly not fair or or uh, safe. Right. What, 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 what did they call him here in Utah? Safe and secure. And, and and we're starting to see people just pointing out the obvious facts. Like, by the way, and this is this is Bobby Flood territory. By the way, the guy that ran the last election in Utah is now the governor. Shouldn't if if you want to talk about there ought to be a law, shouldn't there be a law that if you're running for governor, you can't control the election for governor? Yeah, and Arizona had the same problem. It has the same problem currently. Yeah, in their governor's race. This seems to be a, a an interesting. Uh, trend that's that's starting to occur. It, it just makes common sense. It just it just just beyond the pale that we, we right. are not that people are not talking about this in the in the media that you shouldn't be able to run for office if you control those elections. Yeah, Governor Cox, Spencer Cox, essentially certified his own election. You shouldn't be able to do that. That's not an appropriate. It would be really easy to just have have a rule in place that says if you're the lieutenant governor because. Utah has no secretary of state. The yeah. lieutenant governor which is the in charge of elections and certifying elections, which in itself is a conflict of interest mm-hmm. because that means he's certifying, if not his own election campaign, he's certifying the re-election of the guy he's on the ticket with. Right. So just based on logistical reality, you know, just like fairness in general, just rational thought. You shouldn't have the, for fairness sake, you shouldn't have the guy that's running the election yeah. be able to run. He, you should have to sit out four years. So like a, a, a governor's election cycle. So like in 2020, we- You can't uh, have run an election for four years. Yeah, you didn't have, so Herbert wasn't running. So you had his Lieutenant Governor Cox running on we're, the we're ticket. We're not saying he can't be in politics. Right, you just but, can't but, run the freaking so election. At, at that, that point, when when- he resigns when your boss, Governor Herbert, resigns. You need to step out of. You cannot run to 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 succeed him. You have to wait four years to run. I mean, it's just obvious. At least it gives the the the, the appearance of separation, and then you're not certifying your own election. I also think somebody that is somewhat apolitical. That's impossible, but should be in charge of that. A Secretary of State or an elections commission or something. You can't you have you a guy... You don't want that guy to be elected? You can't have the guy that's gotta, on the that ticket. That guy has to be elected, you right? You can't have... Yeah, yeah. you're talking about the, the appoint... The, yeah. Whoever's... who. It can't be an appointee that right. runs the election. It has to be someone that's elected by the people. But you're saying they must be apolitical. Well, just I'm just not, saying by nature it's political. Right, which is why I said it's impossible. What I mean by apolitical is I mean it, it should be somebody that doesn't stand to benefit yes. from whoever wins the election. Yeah. The guy on the ticket, whether it's lieutenant governor or the top of the ticket, 
should not be the ones certifying these elections. What's amazing is that the media, or because see, see, the people don't have access to these people. When when you have you have these limited instances of YouTube videos where somebody runs into Mitt Romney or Spencer Cox, right. and they come off looking really bad. That was the same woman, by the way, in both cases you're referring to. Oh, okay, the ones we po- talked about here on the podcast. Yeah, which are no longer a brave, a brave woman. But no also, one's heard, no one's heard from her in the last. And I think two the, years. those videos have been deleted from the YouTube. So my sarcasm, my joking was actually correct. They, <laughs> right. She's been disappeared, at least from the public square. Possibly. Well, what I'm saying is we don't have access to these people, but they behave so sanctimoniously like Spencer Cox. Oh, I would never. No, I can't imagine that you would, you would insinuate right. that, that we, there was any wrongdoing. And then, and then you get uh, this Deidre lady that's, that's come out his his lieutenant governor who's governor who's now promoting the idea that our elections are safe and secure. Yeah, the states spend a lot of money on advertising. Right. For no good who was saying they weren't? Oh, it was two soccer moms. It was two soccer moms and we talked about this on the program. Just the the fact that you had two unfunded there's there's some unfunded liabilities right yeah, there. Those, you have two non-funded two two people with very little clout who start asking questions, who start asking the counties for information, and they shut her. They shut those ladies well, down they, immediately. They, they started a campaign them. against them. They intimidated them. Those two ladies put the fear of God into. And those, then they had to do a marketing campaign because of right. just the questions these two ladies are asking about the fairness. No, of they they had to do the time. marketing campaign because of. Conspiracy theories, misinformation, and lies. Uh, why are we even doing this here's, podcast? Here's a statement. It's too obvious. You guys already know this. We've been talking about rights a little bit today. Here's a statement um, that I'm going to throw out to the readers. I did a Google, or sorry, I did a Twitter poll. And I, I have a huge reach on Twitter. This t- poll received 11 votes. I'll tell you the results after. 11 million votes. I'll tell you the results after uh, I read you the statement. I want you to hear, listen to the statement and then decide in your mind, true or false. Is this a good statement or a bad statement? No, is it a true or a false statement? In a nation with citizens of many different religious beliefs or disbeliefs, the government must sometimes limit the rights of some to act upon their religious beliefs when doing so is necessary to protect the health, safety, and welfare of all. End of quote. True or true false? false. I put that on Twitter in a poll format, and it got 11 votes, and it was 100% voted false. 11 people, 11 million people said that, <coughs> 11. that false, the, the uh, uh, government should not restrict people's religious rights. Yeah. even say, uh, say it again. Say how you said it again. You said... I didn't say it. In a nation... Oh, this is a quote from someone else? Yeah. This is a quote from somebody else. Oh, I'm astounded. Um in a nation, let me, let me guess, a high-ranking religious official from uh, a state that shall not be named? In a nation with citizens of many different religious beliefs. Will this person have or uh, a great deal of legal experience? The government must sometimes limit the rights of some to act upon their religious beliefs when doing so is necessary to protect the health, safety, and welfare of all. 
So what does that mean? I mean, I know I get, I get that just on its face, the r- rational person would say that's not true. We don't, we don't limit religious beliefs. In fact, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Isn't that... Unless... I, mean, I, still, ha- I still have that up on the screen. You didn't read the whole thing. It says, unless when doing so is necessary to protect the health, safety, and welfare of all. Okay. Think of the children. We could really break this down. First of all, it says it's wrong the, so the government must. It doesn't say the government can. It says the government must sometimes limit the rights of some. Not everybody. Who, I don't know, to act upon their religious beliefs when doing so is necessary. Well, is it ever necessary? To protect the health, safety, and welfare of all. Well, what, what does that mean? What is the health, safety, and welfare of all? So allow me, Bobby, to play the devil's attorney for just a second here. I'm not going to be an advocate. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to be his attorney. He has lots of those. (laughs) Uh, I'm not even going to say this because I don't mean it. I'm not going to say no offense to the attorneys out there (laughs) that are listening. (laughs) Even though I kind of said it, I'm not saying it. Okay. Okay. But to be the devil's attorney here... What, what what the the dummies out there are going to argue is, well, you know, what if the religion said we needed to sacrifice a virgin on the uh, summer solstice from the top of a pyramid? I mean, yeah, well, w- w- shouldn't we prohibit that religious right? Yeah, but that's there's already uh, prohibitions against murder. Thank you, Bobby Flood. That's exactly the direction I was trying to go because here. Uh, the, the, we already have laws that protect people in the instances they need to be protected. Right. The, but, but you could also make the argument that somebody sacrificing a virgin on a pyramid at summer solstice does not threaten the health, safety, and welfare of all. <laughs> just that so person. This is just, so what you're saying is this statement was sponsored by Pfizer. <laughs> No, but see, that, that's the issue, is we have such a fundamental misunderstanding of what liberty is. People think liberty means doing whatever you want to anybody you want, so we have to curtail that because of the health, safety, and welfare of all. Well, no, there's plenty of restrictions on, on liberty. You, you, you are free to do what you want as long as you don't take away the rights of others. Right. The age-old axiom or thought experiment there is that your right to swing your fist ends where the other guy's nose begins yeah it's there's a there's a phrase that just don't hurt people and don't take their stuff <laughs> otherwise you know if my religion is doing circles in the park squawking like a bird then i i can do that if my religion is consensual polyamorous relationships like ftx people then I can do that as long as it's all consensual and and I think there are in, in a lot of cases there have been laws against stuff like that like I, noise I, ordinances I, I, right but that's all uh, nonsense bigamy like, bigamy ordinances laws I guess they weren't technically married right and those are all like the decency laws and stuff and they they shouldn't be laws. laws they shouldn't be laws I don't think but we're getting into the weeds there. Well, yeah, you and but I would have more is, of a libertarian. This is a this is a, this that statement is someone with a lot of influence and a lot of sway, and uh, shows a complete a, a willful, I would say, a willful 
uh, inversion of what religious liberty and liberty itself is really all about. There's, there's, again, there, there, <laughs> so what you're saying is he's involved in freedom for me, but not for thee. Free exercise of religion. And for you guys me, can Google that statement and find out exactly thee. who said it. But what he is all about is freedom for us, meaning freedom for the institution that I work for, not for the individual. And there's other statements that I could point you to if somebody's really interested that back that up. But that's kind of the, the world we live in now, that the individual is being supplanted and, and trampled by the institution. Individual rights are being replaced by group rights so therefore you need to be part of some in-group it's some some uh, some you know well, sub- group, rights are be- group rights are being severely curtailed too well unless you're in the in-group well because that that particular group would say look you need to get vaccinated but we, there yeah, you can't there- you can't say that if, if you're a member of this group you can't say you can't <laughs> think anything different than the group because we've already had our leaders Right, get vaccinated on TV and tell you that vaccinations are good. I mean, which that's, is why you have like black conservatives get called Uncle Toms and sellouts and things like that. But there are no group rights. Group rights don't exist. Yeah, there's only individual rights. There's just the rights that each of us have as as people. Right, and the responsibilities that we have as people. Let's not right. forget that. Also, we have responsibilities to with great power <laughs> comes great responsibility. We have responsibility to to. to Think rationally to, uh, you know, right. embra- embrace truth. Well, and, and there's consequences. And Actions have consequences. And, and you might be doing something well within your rights that have negative consequences. Like we all have to make decisions based on the information in front of us. And, uh, you know, but nevertheless, like, like the, there can be some negative consequences to free speech if you say a lot of really inflammatory or dumb things in, a, pu- the, in a public square. Do you remember you're the you're Darwin Awards? Back. You remember the Darwin Awards? Yes. The, that's the ultimate example of the right. consequences of freedom of action. I'll link to that on the website. So the larger picture here is, so these, these Twitter files are really interesting, and it's even more interesting, the reaction to them, because again, the reaction by the corporate press is to attack the messenger the journalist, the same way they did Glenn Greenwald when he collaborated with Edward Snowden, who's now a Russian citizen, by the way. We live in a day and age when an American has to flee to Russia to avoid political imprisonment. Political imprisonment. Uh, but, okay, so, but they attacked Matt Taibbi. 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 They're attacking e- Elon Musk. E-B. They're attacking Elon Musk. And what the, the one thing they're not attacking is the information that's on the laptop. What they, another way they're, they're spinning this is, this is disgusting. We, everybody has a right not to have their private... Everyone has a right not to have their crack-smoking son's hooker escapades shown on a laptop that he right, accidentally left at a repair this shop. Is, they're, they're calling it like revenge porn. That... that and that's why it was censored. It was, re- and, and it's like, well, the Washington or the New York Post story didn't post any of those images. It talked about the emails about showing collaboration between, you know, Bi- the Biden crime family and these foreign governments. It didn't post any of that. We're not. But when you say foreign governments, you mean the foreign governments that the United States taxpayer is giving billions of dollars to. Let's just remember right, that right. point. I want to. Well, and part of the reason for that, that, part point. of the reason for those billions of dollars are the deals that Hunter Biden helped broker 
between him and his vice president. So ten percent's going to the big guy. Yep. So Zelensky's getting a bunch of this money, buying uh, Italian villas and all that stuff, right? Or is he selling his Italian villa? I forget. I don't know, but how did but, he ever get that money in the first place, right? To buy an he's Italian an actor. villa. He's a very wealthy Ukrainian uh, actor. They yeah, make those, a lot of money. I'm sure. Especially when they play the president I'm of sure the they Ukraine. Do. That thriving Ukrainian right. film business. There is a thriving Ukrainian film business. Lots of American films do that whole European mystique in, in Ukraine, in, in Kiev. Well, sure. Because but it's they're cheaper. Not... They can make more money. <clears throat> and but... then the Ukrainians get some money. <laughs> Because Ukrainian that's where government. a lot of the money has to go is to Ukraine. The Ukrainian government gets the money. I think when they pre-program and the, the CDBCs, they'll probably give 10% to the big guy and 10% to Ukraine, just because that's where we give all the money now is to the Biden crime family and Ukraine. So the, <laughs> right. so the mainstream corporate media, if they're covering this at all, are running cover. The irony of them saying PR for billionaires is that these guys were nothing <laughs> That's but... That's all they are. They were PR for Pfizer for years, the last few years especially, right? Pushing the vaccine. Which means PR for billionaires. They ran PR for these... the the Or companies. <laughs> PR massive, for companies owned by billionaires. Right. PR for companies that own companies owned by billionaires. Or so PR, and, for, <laughs> PR for companies that are owned by billionaires that own other companies that own BlackRock that own companies that are doing PR for billionaires. Right. And so they're, they're willing to do everything in their power to make sure you don't see this, you don't trust it, you don't take it seriously. And they're certainly not talking about the content of the emails that were on the laptop, nor are they really talking about the content of the emails that Twitter that that Elon Musk made public, which are pretty interesting, because you literally have people saying, and they and it is it is pointed out that the Trump administration asked for this too, but at a far smaller rate. Well, they were also serviced less uh, effectively because Twitter's a Democrat-run right hive mind, yeah, hive mind, <clears throat> beehive. So it, we've seen that before. Again, this is a huge this is a huge story because of the implications on the information that we get as the public. Mhm. It's a it's well, a it's it's like the uh, the Sinclair Media script that went out and you've probably all seen the video of all these local news people saying it's right, incredible dangerous, dangerous to our, our democracy. democracy. We've, we've this is that, that on a huge scale. On a, on a much bigger, far-reaching scale, on a story, the specific story is important, <clears throat> the laptop story, but there's, what else have they done this? So we know they did it on COVID. Elon needs to now release the COVID papers and the YouTube papers and the Facebook papers. He needs to, he needs to release everything yeah. that they were collaborating but look, on. But look, Bobby, what I want to know is, are we creating a in our own minds, like an imaginary enemy here, because it's only taking a few liberal pundits to make it look like there's a lot of people that think this. I see. I I think that the the institutions of the world have become so antithetical to truth, especially the news media, that they that their audiences probably are not as big as their reporting. Even in these, even when you look up the stats. The ratings for NBC News may be far less than five million. Oh, I'm sure they are. And and, and, and we, we think that because their because their tweets get 
pushed around so much, you know, maybe they're having disproportionate influence because of their money, their echo chamber spills over into the, into the rest of the world. And so, so you've got uh, individuals like, um, uh, Joe Rogan, for example, Alex Jones has more of a network. He's got more people involved, but that's because so many people want to come running to that cause and, and put in their own time and effort to to become the new media right and to, mm-hmm. and to tell the truth and so he he's he's got uh he's essentially created a, a movement in that way but um what i'm saying is does does the statist side have they created echo chambers that are far smaller than we think they are and, and, and this might spill over into the religious side of things. We've talked about this also on the podcast before that, especially during COVID, people were looking for leadership. They were looking for, for uh, guidance, and they didn't get anything except shut down from the mega churches. You know, mm-hmm. shut down, shut up, follow the government. Uh, your religious rights may be curtailed at some point, and that's good. You know, gobbledygook legal speak. Right. Are, are we seeing that? I mean... In Utah, it seems like, you know, we both come from the LDS paradigm. We haven't recovered from the COVID. We don't, we don't have the same type of attendance, right? We, aren't we kind of seeing a little bit of a religious echo chamber developing too? Like, who's listening to that? Right, yeah. No, I, I, I know, I know the, some people are going just because that's what we do as we go, but... If, you, if, if someone out there is not an active Twitter user... And given that that story broke on a Friday night, and now today's Monday, I would guess if you wandered around the neighborhood or went to the grocery store and just grabbed random people and said, hey, what are your, what's your opinion on the Twitter files? They probably wouldn't mm-hmm. have any idea what you're talking about. Well, I'd, I'd like to get an informal poll going on the, uh, by the listeners. I know, I know our listeners <laughs> probably identify more with this, this, uh, these opinions that we put out. But, uh, you know, for example, at Thanksgiving, I was surprised that some of the family members that I talked to were um, very open to discussion about the religious implications. You know, it's like, and they, well, the, they brought up the vaccine letter. They the, brought up that. They're like, you're right. You know, this is not the religious your implications, father's Oldsmobile, so to speak. Uh, and yeah, and given uh, Thanksgiving, everybody there's going to have that religious affiliation or background, and so it's it's a lot. It hits well, a with lot family, right? Right. It hits a lot closer to home. Uh, whereas, like the Twitter files is just, well, yeah, well, we know they. What, what's remarkable about the Twitter files and makes it newsworthy, in my opinion, is it's it's proof that of this collaboration now i think you're right though the echo chambers are smaller than we yeah i'm talking about in general like think and like and, i wasn't expecting some of my family members to be as willing to go there you know right as i kind of dropped some hints but that's and that's why the mainstream media is so angry about elon musk is because it, right. it breaks the spell that so many people are under yeah but in, in utah the church well it's the same spell kept the spell up you know with the masks and the vaccines right and, but i think that that influence is waning you know what well, it, it is it, attendance is down but is that even a, is that even yeah, I, a, I read, a mirage i read a long long form kind of look at uh, lds uh numbers recently i'll have to share it with you 
And there and the, and their basic conclusions were that a lot of factors. You're gonna share this with the podcast. Yeah, we can we can, we can post it. To it. it what, was, what, what was it called? Uh, I can't remember. I'll have to. It was a it was a long kind of analysis of of growth attendance numbers. Uh, not attendance, oh, but numbers. actual like uh, growth. And 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 the and reasons why because if you remember back in the late '90s, early 2000s, people were saying that the LDS Church was going to see an explosion in numbers growth up yeah. into the 50 to 100 million were some of the projections right based on our past trajectory <clears throat> yeah based on the trajectory and things and of course we're nowhere near that right. that fact, turned we, out to be a sort of a um a hollow trend because well the, if you've ever been a missionary you know <laughs> right well and the numbers haven't really increased that much since that time since that 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 late 90s early 2000s period mm-hmm and he, this, this author goes into some of the reasons why, and it, it, there's reasons from demographics to, you know, people, all people, including Mormons, having fewer kids, um, Christianity in general in decline, um, you know, and, and a few other, a few other uh, things. He also, though, says that the Seventh-day Adventists and Jehovah's Witnesses, who he kind of compares to the Mormons in the sense of, because that's the other proselytizing religions. Are doing better than LDS um, at, at retaining and and getting converts. They currently are currently really. So anyway, it's an interesting. It's very long, but it's it's a well done kind of meta analysis with not a whole lot of like editorial or opinionizing, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like looking at trends and numbers and kind of an academic thing. I, I can dig it up and we'll link to it. But, but you're right in the sense that COVID, COVID changed shook the world. It shook the foundations of everything, including religion. And right. I think and we're not talking about the virus. We're talking about the response, the response, the, the, and the, the massive the propa- human activity surrounding the, the massive this propaganda thing. and gaslighting campaigns that people that were previously trusted in and out of government, religion, medicine. I mean, if, if you're a doctor right now, you're out there and you're a doctor, you may or may not realize it, but your patients don't trust you the way they used to. That's just a fact. Yeah. You need to do some work with your patients. If you're a nurse, same thing. If you're a CEO of a big company, same thing. If you are a public health anything, and I definitely think your, you see your industry is ruined. I think you see frustration on their part. They want that respect that they thought they were that they thought they had well, that what, they just innately deserved. Yeah, we there was a lot of good things that have come out of this in, in the sense that it's helping us realize certain things like, hey, you know what? Doctors don't just get to be respected because they went to school and became doctors. Right. There's good doctors and there's bad doctors. There's dishonest doctors and there's honest doctors just like there are you know bad ceos and crooks and scammers and and charlatans and 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 thieves they're everywhere and we learned a lot about certain individuals i mean if you ever need a doctor if i ever need a doctor for some you know some some serious stuff i'm gonna say i'm gonna find out if they were pro lockdown or not and if they were, if they were pro lockdown, I'm going to go find another doctor. 
hmm. if I can help it. Because I don't want... You're to just going to ask that question. before, Basically. Before I... Uh, I mean, engage there's, your uh, services, sir. I'd just like to know. Well, uh, yeah. are you a raving lunatic statist? <laughs> and there's a lot of good doctors out there that that pushed back against this. That you know, I know of a few personally who, during all the height of all that crap, were finding ways to get patients ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, and were advising against the vaccine. And they had to do it quietly because they. They saw what was happening to people who were not doing it quietly. They didn't want to lose their jobs. They didn't want to be deplatformed. They didn't be run out of town on a rail. Like, and how ridiculous that that's what had to happen, like that doctors were being censored, right? And that's, I guess, what it all comes down to is the, the massive collaborative censorship that we're all being subjected to. The Twitter files that's the whole are point. scratching that's at the, the surface. <laughs> They're scratching at the surface of one story with one company, there's many, many stories with yeah. many, many companies. It's like it's screaming at the world. You should care about this. And you should care about this. And everybody's saying, at least the corporate legacy media is saying, we is don't. Someone, is, some, is there a voice crying in the but wilderness? Is here, there, here's the is ter- something here's going where on it here? gets a bit terrifying. Oh, Twitter. Twitter's an interesting is it conundrum. All, it all comes back to a small group of unaccountable, unelected people in Washington, D.C. We know them as the intelligence community. They're the ones, they're the ones uh, orchestrating all of this. So I think what you're saying is they're the operative part of the secret combination. They may not be the leader of it. Right. They may not be the funder of it, but they're the they're the group that is clearly the most responsible for the activity. What is it that the CIA, when you think of CIA agent, what do you think of, right? What's the Hollywood version of a CIA agent? Oh, that's a good question. They're undercover. Usually they're in some foreign country. They're spies. They're, you you think of Jason Bourne. No, I think of Carl Urban in the second Jason Bourne. Right. Hitman. Right. Or you think of, uh, you know, in the, in the, nar- in the nar- Narcos TV series, the CIA guy is this, is this bold, brazen guy who's down there. Yeah, you don't you think know, of Jason dealing Bourne. drugs. You think of dealing the guy drugs. that Jason Bourne kills in the end. Right. That's the guy that you're thinking of when you think CIA. And I'm sure there's, there's a lot of, I'm sure there's some truth into that, that there's CIA guys out there, you know, punching people in, in foreign countries or whatever. These More guys so, to it's, cover themselves it's up. Evan McMullen, right? It's paper pushing bureaucrats who are drunk on power and who have tremendous influence over American media, politics, government, political, you know, socio socioeconomic factors. It's no, it's so funny to me that the Biden laptop story was censored in a uniform collaborative way and then when the, that censorship is brought up what does the media do they fall back on their collaborative tactics look on twitter for pr billionaire they're all saying the same thing he's doing pr for a billionaire pr for a billionaire can't believe he's doing pr for a billionaire what a sellout doing pr work for a billionaire but who's listening to them it's not the point, though. I know. The, 
the point is that these astroturf manufactured stories, this fake news, it's, is shape is is it's shaping. The of Oz. It's shaping what we're because enough of it. You throw enough of it out there, and you get the American people mad about certain things. You get them compliant. Look at the mask mandates. It's the great and powerful Oz. The mask mandates, which we've ha- hammered on, and the wearing of the masks during that peak time was an indicator it was it was a it was a canary in the coal mine for the oligarchy to see how much influence do we have over the american people and they have total influence and now nobody's wearing masks why well because they're being told that they don't need to there's still a few outliers right but as soon as the mandates come back people are going to put them back on because we're being mind controlled we're mind controlled by these people you say who's listening Enough to where the, the influence exists that they can mind control in the course of a, you know, overnight, snap of a fingers, and everybody does something that makes no sense, like put a mask on to go yeah. jogging. Well, it's all sales and marketing, and it all requires an, uh, a good enough narrative. Like the top story on Zero Hedge right now is that the FBI warned Twitter of a hack and leak operation before the Hunter Biden story. Re- yeah, a hack and leak operation censored. involving Hunter Biden. Well, but the the uh, the point is that Twitter presumably doesn't want to just report on hacked materials that may or may not be true, and so the FBI warns them that they're going to get caught up in some sort of a scam, or yeah, or well, that... they'll be sub- serving a Russian disinformation campaign or a Russian propaganda campaign. So that so was th- this is this is another part of the story because because p- some people are going to go ahead and go with just PR billionaire. But a lot of people want to dig a little deeper, so they need a little bit of a narrative. Well, Have you? Let me give you a for example, real quick. You ever talk to somebody, a friend or family member that just bought a new car, and they're like, they'll tell you all about it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, see, here's why I bought this one because it has the heated steering wheel. It's a little bit better than the the Dodge or the Chevy in this case because it does X Y Z. That they know all about. They know the whole story. Yeah, they've got. Where their- did they get this story? In some cases, they got it from a sales guy. In some cases, they got it off the website. Maybe they maybe they read it on YouTube, or, or maybe they watched it on YouTube or read it in an, a review article or something. But they have a story that sold them that, and this applies to everything. You know, why do you have those headphones? Why do you have this piece of equipment here? Well, you know, well the story is that this right. Well, that, so that's was what this, that was the story that the Twitter files reveal, reveal with them internally justifying why they were going to censor this the original story they said well it violates our policy on hacked materials that was what they chose it was a thin right and um, people even people in the company are like are we really going with that because it doesn't it doesn't violate our policy on that yeah that was a thin excuse but you're right you've they've got to tell the story and the stories that we're being told are lies that's what we have to approach everything Oh, we live in Plato's cave. We're chained to the wall. What <laughs> right. do you expect, Bobby? Well, at least there could be popcorn. <laughs> well, your hands are chained, so... <laughs> well, I guess it's your neck and your head that are chained. Maybe they could unchain your hands for a minute so you could pop some, throw some popcorn in. Well, there is plenty of popcorn. I mean, if, if we we're carrying the metaphor into the real world, there's a lot of distractions and things that keep us stupid and, and unhealthy and sick. I, I mean... Basically, the American diet is based on 
you know, it's designed to give you all sorts of health problems <laughs> so that you can enrich, you know, the lives of Pfizer, et cetera. I mean, you want to talk about misinformation, you know, dangerous misinformation that kills people. We were all taught, people our age were all taught that the food pyramid was the gospel truth about nutrition. How many people have died because of that misinformation? <laughs> to, yeah, I, I don't like the word misinformation. Can we just say lies? Yeah, it's, misinformation is a stupid word, but it's the new it's word. It's a non-word. Misinformation, disinformation is the new cover. It's new speak for censorship. It's, it's, right. it's well, our why, excuse for censoring. Yeah, but why can't they just say they're lying? Well, they, they do a little but bit. But they don't. They can't because it's not necessarily a lie. Right. Right. It's like, you know, no, it's not a lie. It's you're using that as a catch all so you can pass some sort of a law well, without and, saying that you don't want speech that you don't like. There's no authoritative source on what is misinformation because that's why you're supposed to have freedom of speech. It might be that the information being shared is incomplete. It might be that it's, I mean, you know, there's all kinds of things that might categorize something as misinformation. I might say, yeah, New Year's Day is uh, January 2nd. And then I say, wait, did I? Oh, I, I totally misspoke. Obviously, January 1st is New Year's Day. But they might clip that and say, this is dangerous misinformation because you, people will miss work yeah. thinking it's a holiday and they will miss the paycheck and be reprimanded at work and then maybe even be fired and that will cause them not to be able to pay their heating bill this winter and they will freeze to death in their frozen kitchen because you told them that January 2nd was New Year's Day and they didn't go to work that day and now they are dead. You incited violence. And that is the convoluted logic that they use for this stuff. Yeah. You think I'm joking. Well, no, it's, it's very <clears throat> carefully engineered. It's strategically engineered. All this language you can tell. When, when somebody comes out and they won't say lie, they have to say misinformation right. that's that's your first tip off anybody using the word misinformation disinformation in in a serious sense i'm not saying you when but, they but when they really want to make sure you don't read something they'll call it russian misinformation right which is what the laptop was dismissed as yet a hundred or so fbi agents sign on to that document remember that this is russian disinformation so what is it when you say that uh, people's religious rights can be restricted by the government? That is just uh, status nonsense. Status nonsense. Okay. Well, it's it's, uh, based, on a, it's based, based on a lie that no. that person is probably telling themselves or they're just, they don't have your individual's uh, well-being in, in mind. Right. Your follower poll determined that it was false. Right. But that's even a dangerous territory because now you've got all these fact checkers that will say false that's right. false this has been proven false well mine was an opinion poll but that oh, statement so their opinions were that it was false that statement i think is provably false as we kind of broke it down unless you believe that you know, in times of crisis, all rights can reasonably be restricted. Right. Well, the same person does believe that. Really? <laughs> the same person. The same person? Well, the, I thought it was somebody else. The other statement, the statement you just alluded to, was not attributed to any one individual, but it had the, oh, okay. had the markers of a certain individual. I thought it was individual. delivered by somebody else. But the one that we talked about today was attributed to an 
individual. Speaking for an organization. <laughs> an organization that does not want you to enjoy your individual uh, liberties, your individuality even. Well, they are playing um, Christmas music on the radio now, so it must yeah, be time to yeah. buy stuff. Yep. Yeah, buy stuff. Um, buy lots of stuff. We've had the Black Friday month. Black Friday is now a month. Not a week. It stretches from September 1st to December 24th. <laughs> it's like Ford Truck Month. Right. Yeah, yeah, the, the commercialism around Christmas is ramping up, all the sales. I get multiple emails from lists I didn't know I was on about oh, yeah. deals and don't, don't miss this and act now. And yeah, nowadays you have to unsubscribe to a lot of these lists by putting your email in there. And I'm going, hmm, hmm, you have my you email. Have my email? <laughs> Remember when, when America was really mad about spam phone calls and we had the do not call list and remember when we got really mad about the spam emails and we're supposed to have a one click unsubscribe and that's all kind of gone away Uh do not call list just became lists with your phone number on it that got (laughs) spread around to people who would farm them for call lists these numbers actually work right these are people (laughs) call them Oh my gosh. Well, well what a they, world. What a world. What a world. Oh. Both the journalists, Matt Tayabi and Elon Musk, alluded that there was more to come. I hope they blow the lid off of all of this stuff. I think it's important. Uh, I don't think anything's going to be done about it. Uh, I made the joke that, uh, you know, anybody who thinks that nobody, nobody in the government or at Twitter is going to be held accountable for all of this just needs to remember that. Anthony Fauci is rotting in a federal prison right now. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, I saw you. You sent me a screenshot of that tweet. And didn't that person have to reply back to themselves? <clears throat> it says, this person says, anyone saying that nothing will be done to the criminals involved in the Twitter censorship conspiracy, just needs to remember that Anthony Fauci is currently locked up in federal prison. And then responding to their own tweet, he is locked up, right? <laughs> right. Crickets? Crickets? And, and that's where we're falling woefully short, is it's one thing to get mad and, and, uh, you know, and to ask hard questions or something, but there's no accountability. I mean, right now, we, Sam Bankman Fried is a free man. He is a free man, not a bank man, which is crazy to me because he stole like $10 billion. You would think that at the very least, there would be some restrictions on him and some people would be asking some questions, but that doesn't seem to be the case. You would think that given all the revelations and the Fauci emails and the way he's acted, that he would be wanted for questioning, along with a whole bunch of other people, I should add. Well, how, how fast are the wheels of justice supposed to turn? That's a, that's a good <clears throat> question, isn't well, it? They, because it seems like they turned pretty quick <clears throat> on Kyle Rittenhouse. They turn in one direction only. They, you know, they, they turned pretty quick on the J, some of these January 6 people. They turned pretty quick on uh, Roger Stone. Right, Alex Jones. Steve Bannon. 
And that's because we don't have justice in this country. We have political police. We have political police enforcing the political will of these shadowy whoever's. You don't even have to be in America. You got Julian Assange, who's locked up in a British prison. Right. You have Edward Snowden, who's exiled exiled to Russia. Yeah. Who does seem to enjoy amount of uh, freedom of the internet and things. I think the the uh, reality is, you know. Don't expect that you can embarrass the oligarchy without repercussions. Right. These guys are going to come after you and your family. And my point, too, is there is no accountability. There is no mechanism of accountability short of 1776. Well, I thought you could vote. Yeah, I thought you could vote the people out, right? No. I think the the last election... You can vote for your political representative, but they they don't have any sway well, over this, any of this. This last election, I think, just proved that you can't even vote them out. Right. But it, 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 even this huge red wave, it doesn't change who the rank-and-file career bureaucrats are at these different federal departments. They're still there. They're still running the show. Not to mention the people we don't even know about that are running the show. <laughs> I mean, the FBI director might get swapped here and there based on the president. That who cares? That's not. That, you know, you didn't. You don't get. To, we don't get to vote for the FBI agents. Right. There's way too many layers. The CIA agents, or the NSA, or the Homeland Security, or uh, you know, whoever else. We don't. We don't even know who they are. You know. Do not you, to mention the IRS and all these other departments. And then the Federal Reserve. We know nothing about the Federal Reserve. You know, and it's inner workings. It's never been audited. It's never been transparent. And then, you know, let's go up another layer. We don't vote for anybody at the WEF, and yet they hold tremendous power over national governments. We don't vote for anybody at the UN or the WHO or, um, you know, the, the World Bank or the International Monetary Fund or all these other places, right? Right, but you that, can you can certainly vote for your the local school board and things, and maybe maybe you can make some local changes that at least help temporarily. But there's a there's spiritual wickedness in high places. There is a secret combination that has gotten above us, and it is an awful situation. Mm-hmm. And just because Musk has. Um gotten control of Twitter does not solve the problem. Of course not. And I still don't I know if point. Musk is a good guy or not. I don't know yeah. if this is all part of a, some kind of ploy. I like what he's doing recently. He's making all the right people mad, and it's fun to watch them get mad and throw fits. And Yeah. But, uh, again, none of it means anything if nothing changes. Oh. And if, if, if spiritual wickedness in high places isn't done away with. I think we're gonna have to. I think we're gonna have to deal with the fact that 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 is here to stay until God comes to burn the earth. Uh, I'd like to read, as my closing thought here, a short article by a lady named Tatiania, Titania McGrath. How do you spell that? It looks like Tatiana, but it's not. Titania McGrath via the critic that was posted on 
um, Zero Hedge because it's titled Elon Musk Worse Than Hitler. And it says, she says, it's no exaggeration to say that Elon Musk's annexation of Twitter is the most terrifying development in recent history. Only a fascist would seek to impose free speech on humanity. <laughs> and she goes on, this is why there's been such a chorus of exaggeration, or sorry, this is why there's been such a chorus of execration from left-wing commentators, celebrities, and influencers. On the day that Musk seized control of Twitter, Washington Post columnist Taylor Lorenz noted that it was, quote, like the gates of hell opened on this site tonight. Charlie Warzel in The Atlantic wrote that there was, quote, an apocalyptic feel to the ordeal. But it was the Independent that really grasped the full gravity of this moment. Its headline read, quote, RIP, RIP Twitter, 2006 to 2022, dead at the hands of Elon Musk, end quote. It is a testament to the cool-headed stoicism of left-wing journalists that they have managed not to overreact. <laughs> I'm also trying my best to keep matters in perspective, but Musk's takeover of Twitter is far worse than anything Hitler ever did. I do not approve of mass genocide, but it pales in comparison to providing a social media platform where Eddie Izzard might be misgendered. I don't know who that is. Do you? (laughs) No, I don't think so. The whole point of Twitter is to ensure that the masses aren't exposed to wild conspiracy theories. If tweets aren't censored, people might start to think that COVID-19 could have originated from a lab in Wuhan or that there was something dodgy on Hunter Biden's laptop. Musk has argued that Twitter ought to be a place where all political viewpoints can be aired, but keeping people informed can have dire consequences. Democracy has no chance of working properly if people keep insisting on voting for the wrong candidates. Like many on the left, I have decided to delete my Twitter account in protest. Musk won't know what hit him. Without my wisdom on the platform, the company will soon collapse into oblivion. There will be an outcry. Share prices will plummet. Musk will come begging for me to return, but I shall stand firm. Come to think of it, maybe I should wait until next week to delete my account. I've got a book to sell. So the more things are changing, the more they're going to stay the same. I don't know. Titania. It's another Black Pill episode for the mind virus. Titania McGrath is a... a, uh one of the best satirists on Twitter. He, it's actually a man behind the account, created this account years ago to parody and clown the social justice and woke movement. And he was so good at it that a lot of, in the early days, a lot of uh, journalists would quote they, her they believed it was correct they would believe it and they would or it was and, an actual person and he would get so absurd right and, and and it was harder it's gotten harder and harder to parody and satirize this this stuff but there's somebody out there who will read that and and take it at face value we should probably shut down the internet then if that's we probably should if that ki- kind of misinformation well, then, is allowed to persist well there's there's somebody uh, might there's legis- be incited to violence. There's legislation in Canada that would limit who can see the internet and who can post on the internet and what you can see on the internet and also ban everybody's guns. Right. <clears throat> Rip and peace Canada <laughs> for writing obituaries today. Well, it's a clown, it's a clown world out there. Clown world. Uh, so try to keep your head... <laughs> 
And uh, please do, forgive the additional black pill. <laughs> Another black pill from the Mind Virus show. Well, no, I, I think this Twitter story is important because of the larger implications. It's massively uh, it, important. It, it's it's a big story. If some of the names were changed, it would you would be seeing it twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. But we all know why you're not seeing it twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. But go seek it out. Read the just go to the original Twitter thread. It's interesting that he broke this story on Twitter. Go to that. Zero Hedge articles have links to it. And read the thread. Even if you can access it, even if you don't have Twitter. We will link to that thread so that you don't have to access And look any, at the source material any yourself. Any other site than your single source of truth. The we, Mind Virus show on the web at mindvirus.show. We are your single source of truth. You're welcome. You're, you're very welcome. <laughs> We well, welcome you. We welcome you to your single souls of truth. All right. Well, I guess that's a, that's a good spot to. I end. don't know what else to say. It, it's just we're we're caught in the in the war for reality, and yeah, I don't know what else to say. Write your short story. Oh, geez, what an assignment! <laughs> if we don't get any entries, we may have to. Have you uh, started yours? Uh, mentally, you can't just pull something out of the file, Men- Bobby. Flood. Mentally, I've got. It's not got fair to... if you've got short stories that you've done previously that you're. When all of us have to slave over this story I've, over the holidays, I've got something brewing. We, we, we all have all these responsibilities to be out shopping, and listening to uh, endless. Last Christmas, you gave me your heart, but the very next day, I threw it away. I gave you my heart, and then you threw it away, I think is what he actually said. This yeah. year, though, to save me from tears. He's going to give it to someone special. I'll watch MSNBC or Fox News repeatedly, ongoing. It was a dark and stormy night. Little Ralphie went into the kitchen for a cup of hot cocoa. But the cupboards were bare. And there was no milk in the fridge. I thought this was going to be like a, a thriller, but now it's just a, a poverty story. He wandered. A sad story. <laughs> he wandered back into the living room. The cupboards room. were bare, except for Lord Voldemort, who <laughs> jumped out of the pantry. Ralphie looked at Lord Voldemort and said, I'm not afraid of you. And Lord Voldemort said, You should be. And that was the last we ever heard of little Ralphie. The end. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be Harry Potter S- fanfic. Sli- slightly longer than Pepe's uh, intro. Pepe, you cannot use any of that in your story. No, by saying it on the show, I now own the copyrights. Copyright. Except for the word Voldemort. Probably don't own that copyright. You could try to copyright that. Maybe you could copyright mm. Ralphie Voldemort. He who should not be named Voldemort. Okay, well, I'm out. I'm out of gas here. As is Europe. <laughs> As is the, con- the the country trying to be Europe. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The trade, the economic trade zone. All right. Well, people, thank you. Like, comment, subscribe. Find us at mindvirus.show, and uh, as well as your favorite podcast aggregator. 
Aggravator. <laughs> By the way, I was scrolling through our uh, our Spotify library, and we have a lot of blue flags, blue COVID flags. Yeah, they're long long time ago though. Yeah, we, we've turned over just a new more leaf. than I realized though. <laughs> yeah, we did get flagged <clears throat> quite a bit. All right, everybody. Well, thank you. And we will talk to you again next week. Okay. Have a great week.